episode 787, Brain Candy Podcast. Sarah Louise and Susan Louise here. Susan Louise. What did we recently realize about Louise? And it was something very funny. Thelma needs her Louise. Oh, yes. And then I was like, oh my God, Louise. Louise. Right. I know. It's great. Should I get my name legally changed? Middle name changed (laughs) It's time. Yeah, like Eli and I will get married and they'll give me the option to change my name and I won't change anything except my middle name to Louise. What if? Right. Like, right. where is this? I'll be like, it's, his, it's, it's a family name. <laughs> it is a family name. Yeah. My family. How you doing, Suze? Not. I'm okay. How are yeah. you? Oh, you How know. I'm up over there. L-I-V-I-N. Just like, you know, picking new croc charms every day. Keep it Living on a prayer. Living mm-hmm. on a prayer. You'd be, I, you, you have no idea how much joy those th- little things bring me. And then I'm like, when I watch, you know, I've been watching a lot of love on the spectrum and huh. a lot of times when I watch them, I'm like, this is what I'm like when nobody's around. You mean the I spectrum wonder, people? Yeah. It's, I mean, not everybody, okay. but you know, some, some things I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely talking Honestly, to those stuffed animals every now and then. I feel like maybe it's just like living like life without a filter. And maybe like we all need to be a little more like that. Just embrace our weirdness. Well, recently on things we got wrong, we explored an episode previously where you thought you had all the symptoms for like bipolar or something. And then I think we concluded that like you're neurodivergent and there's so much overlap between ADHD, dyslexia, probably autism spectrum and whatever. So it's like, Yes. Yeah. You have yes. all of that. All of them. Yeah. And we think of them, I, I learned this on the show that, you know, it's not like on a, a spectrum. Well, I mean, I think I learned this in school and then was reminded on the show, hopefully, but we, it's not like a spectrum of like high functioning, to low functioning or like that. It's more like little groups of symptoms. Of These systems, people don't, did you say? Symptoms. Symptoms. Yeah. It's like the neurodivergent school and in that school are different cliques and different groups that hang out together and you know the the uh adhd there's like an adhd club of symptoms there's you know a communication club of symptoms yeah well apparently i attract these people because everyone i know is i feel like i'm divergent because all of you people are around me i'm like the weird one what just happened Did you hear that? I know noise? I did hear I heard I heard a noise too. Oh wonder why. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you all drive me crazy, but obviously I love you because I keep yeah. choosing. You love a all fun these... fact and we got them. And I love a reactor and you people tend to yes. do that. And yes. Uncensored. It's great. Uncensored. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. I'm like, did and I just become hyper like, fixated on people and that's it? And I just like, well, yeah, because when you watch that facts show, about them, what is the draw for you? You, this is relatable oh, content. I, love it. I mean, not all of it is related, but I think the awkwardness and the feeling of, I think it, it exposes what is a very universal feeling or, 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 highlights a very universal feeling. And these feelings, like, and it's just our ability to, tolerate discomfort and discomfort comes in all forms for some people it's like a first date loud noises textures of fabric whatever it may be you know and then 
I, I just feel like it, it shows, it just breaks so many stereotypes and I absolutely love it. And I would love to have one of the cast members come on. This changes everything. I'm going to try to get an interview with one of them. Anybody from fun. the show. Yeah. Cause I think we would have such a great conversation. They also talked about how, um, I can't remember her name from the show, but I, I just saw a, an interview that she did or a, a TikTok she did. I can't, now her name is escaping me and I apologize to the, her who maybe will listen to a future episode of this, hopefully, uh, uh, or episode of this in the future. And she was talking about how, you know, there's some backlash or some, some, uh, I don't know, people online who are saying that the music that they use or the way that they set it up almost makes it look like silly or it, it is kind of, inf- I don't know, making it feel like they're like, it's like comic relief or something like that, or, or it's a joke. And the woman who was on the show says, wouldn't it be nice if they asked us how we feel? And if we feel like we're being objectified or anything like that, because she says, none of us feel like that. It's the complete opposite. We love this. And, you know, it really shows that the viewers experience of a show can be so different than the participants experience on that show. And that can go in both directions. Like, I feel like that was very relatable as somebody who was on the challenge and people think, Oh my God, that's so cool. Look at those amazing houses. And I'm like, they stopped painting six feet up because nobody sees it. It is not as glamorous as it looks. You know, I can see the roller marks. So, okay. you know, it's like the other side of it. So one I thing I love, about I love that people that I know that are on the spectrum is the truth telling. It's yeah. like no bullshit. And that None. does tickle me because I really I, like if imagine if like most like typical people, neurotypical people are like Los Angeles, people on the spectrum are like New York. <laughs> like yeah. They just yes. say it. Yes. They absolutely no just baloney. say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what are we doing? Yeah. And they're like, no, I don't like this. This feels uncomfortable. And that's, <laughs> I, I think that maybe we should all be, it's kind of like what I, w- I was watching and thinking about what you said about like how the language that women can often use in emails. And I just am, you know, like passive, more passive. And it's, it feels like less aggressive and we, you know, say, oh, we want women to change to be more aggressive and more like the men, but maybe they should change and be more polite like this. I feel like this when I'm watching that, I'm like, maybe we shouldn't make them be more like us. Maybe we should be more like them. (laughs) Right. Let's all just start doing that. Yeah. Just, it'd be, there is a great scene where uh, one gal is teaching, she's on a, like a date with her now boyfriend, and she recognizes that he's very new at kissing, and she wants to teach him how to kiss. So she brings a cupcake for him and a cupcake for her, and he, she ta- gives him a little lesson. And I'm like, if this isn't the cutest and best way to teach and like not aggressive, and he's so, uh, uh, you know, res- receptive to this, this is a lesson in communication in relationships Do right I now, and I give her an A. On how to kiss, because how would a cupcake be helpful? Well, I think it was more like how to use your tongue in a soft, gentle way. So she was like having him hold it and like lick off. She's like, now look at how we could lick the frosting slow. And oh, like, Lord, I was like, this is very sweet. <laughs> Adam's volunteering. Yeah. Oh, he okay. Wants to I heard that. I give like, a lesson. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and cupcake like, oh my kisses. gosh, I okay. love this. Yeah. Cupcake kisses. 
Hey, yeah, Danny works. is her name. Danny. Danny, she's doing yeah. the work of the Lord over there. She is just the cutest. And yeah. I'll tell you who else is doing the work of the Lord, and that is Dipsy Stories. Am I right? Talk about cupcake I, kissing. I think a lot of people who have been on the show could definitely use a few of these stories because they help kind of uh, model sexy behavior in a way. Like if I think there's nothing that's more helpful in getting me in the mood or helping me uh, like create a vocabulary or language around talking sexy with my partner than mm. listening to sexy stuff. Hey, there you go. That's great. Oh my God. You just repeat what you heard them say. Oh, that felt really good. Oh, I loved when they said that. Let me use that line in the bedroom. Done. <laughs> Problem solved. I love Problem it. Problem solved. You're dirty talking. And- I mean, you can also find like wellness stories, sleep stories. It's not just smut. Just kidding. Right. It's not <laughs> smut. I'm just joking. I just like that word. Um, I do too. You know, to, if you want to get your motor running or handle your business on your own, these are this is steamy, hot and heavy, or just soothing and lovely. So you take the quiz and they'll tell you, we have an idea of what you're into. And here you go. For listeners of the show... Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy. That's 30 days of full access for free. When you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy, dipsystories.com slash brain candy. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're watching some wholesome con- content as you convalesce. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I watched I'm sure you've had hundreds of, time. of episodes of Modern Family. Hundreds. <laughs> I watched all 11 seasons and there are 25 episodes in a season. Oh, Lordy. They're only I mean, 20 minutes is... long. And some of the, the medication I was on caused sleeplessness. So there were nights where I couldn't even sleep. And yeah, it was like a marathon, nonstop. A marathon, marathon. Phil, I, I, a marathon what's his name? Binge. Phil Dempsey? Phil? Phil Dumphy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I really laughed when, so for Eli, for uh, Eli's birthday or Christmas or something like that, I got him... Uh, a viewfinder with, you know, like those, those, I have it right here. Hang on. I'm going to get it for the listeners and the viewers. Oh, ow, moving too quick. Okay. It's like one of these guys. It's like, yeah, the old classic. And you put the little film in there and then you you put, hit the thing on the side and you look through it and it's like 3d. Uh, well, you can like make your own. And so I got that for Eli with our first and second year together. And then our trip to Croatia and then a blank one for him to make. And then in one of the episodes of Modern Family, Phil Dunphy gets the same exact gift for Claire. And I was like, oh, my God, I am Phil Dunphy. Yeah. They even give the same gifts. That is pretty remarkable. I didn't even know you could customize the viewfinder. Yeah. Yeah. Uncommon goods. I I mean, that is a great gift. Thank you. And then I wish they were sponsoring us right now. Right. And they're not, but... You know, you check them out. That's okay. We'll just give them a bonus one for free. There you yeah. go. You're welcome yeah. on Common Goods. Got to tell you where I got it. <laughs> well, did you like have a chance to like listen to any good books, or was it just I'll, like? I'll be honest. I hate pain medication, like narcotics. I, I am this. I've always joked that I'm bad at doing drugs. Because I don't like being out of control. I don't like feeling different. I'm like really aware of my body. I've never, you know, I pretended to do mushrooms when my friend talked me into it and like tossed them over my shoulder. Like I am not cool on drugs. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. I decided that that's not for me a long time ago. And 
I was convinced, like, if I took even what the doctor prescribed, I would feel like that feeling of like heaviness. And I'm like, uh oh, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. What if I overdose? What if I fall asleep and never wake up? So like, I couldn't relax and chill on them. And they make you so like, they made me feel so foggy. I was, I asked Eli, I was like, what if I never have a a smart thought again? Like what my brain, I am a dummy right now. I was like, just, I was on the phone. We had to replace our microwave because it was acting up. And so I'm on the phone with the the Kenmore replacement department or whatever. And they asked for my email and I gave them the first part of my email and I stopped there. I I didn't even give them the at, he was like, at, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. I'm like, sorry. You're just like like, trailing off. Trailing. Like I had, my brain went on, was like, we are not working right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have the intention span to read a book. I couldn't do a crossword puzzle. Coloring was the only thing that I had. And even that I'd get, I would get tired after a while and be like, I can't. I can't color anymore. I got to just yeah. take a nap. I thought maybe like, an audio like a, one like would be like soothing or something. I don't know. Yeah, I should have, but no, it's just modern family on repeat. And yeah. then nature well, documentaries hey, works. because there's something about seeing the nature documentaries. When I saw like the lion attack the gazelle, but then the gazelle gets away and it's like got half of its back hanging off. And then it cuts to like next season where it's fine again, but just has like a few scrapes and you're like seeing it like, and that same gazelle is like going on to live a happy life. And you're like, okay, that thing recovered fine in the elements without a, a, you know, full like pharmacy and care team. (laughs) I'm going to be just fine. So there's something that helped me realize like the power of nature to like heal and, and, put things back together. And I like, this is just temporary kind of thing in nature documentaries. So that's all I've been watching. Okay. Well, I love or it. Listening Whatever to. gets you through it. It was long winded, yeah. but there you go. Okay. Well, yeah. um, one thing that I watch. Oh, you, I think you watched this too. I think I saw what, either. What? Maybe you mentioned it. That yeah. American nightmare. Oh, I hope you were going to say this. Yeah. We, there was, I did, you know what? I, that's not true. There were a few documentaries that I watched towards the end of the recovery process. And, uh, uh, that was one of them. And it felt like a lot of them were like, the theme was law enforcement, fucking it up. <laughs> right. right. Like I am right. glad like that genre. we now have documentary. Yes. That was, that mm-hmm. is like a new genre that I am seeing now. And Holy shit. Talk about an incredible story that, makes me feel like this is not the end of the story. Tell people a little bit about the background of this. Yeah, this was on Netflix and it was based, it was about a woman and a man who had survived like an abduction situation where they took the woman and they left the man, but he was like a hostage or whatever. And um, the thing was that this wasn't just about a law enforcement problem. This was about a media problem because yeah. oh. the reporting of it, I had heard about this story and had heard that this woman had created a hoax yes. and that she made the whole thing up. And that's where I thought it ended. So when I'm watching this documentary, I thought that's what the story was. So this was shocking to me because it was not a hoax. And so... um well, let me ask you this. 
Cause yeah. you hear about what happened and, and, and then what's going on now, but in their defense, in like the yeah. law enforcement's defense, it was a very unusual abduction situation. Absolutely. It was very, un- well, here's, I, I think one of the biggest problems that I think the, the law enforcement agencies or, you know, departments will, will always mention is that there's not a lot of between, uh, like town to town or city to city yeah. information sharing, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the, the data is there, it's but it's not on a, a centralized server or something like that, that is, is shared. And so, uh, those like, what do they call them? Like MOs or, or their, their, there's like the a protocol? name for them, like the profile, like the, like the criminal, like, or like the, what they do. I can't remember what the fuck. See, my brain is on vacation. That's I don't know okay. what the hell it's it, like yeah. the, this your like, details of the crime, you know, yeah. they, unless you have a suspicion that a crime took place and you call them and say, Hey, did this happen here? And like, give them the information. It's not like you put that in the system and it goes beep, boop, boop, this, this same thing, which is stupid that it doesn't. Cause we got AI to do everything else. That's right. Maybe now this they feels will... like, can we, can we figure this out here? What's yeah. The problem? Yeah. And I think they fall into the same trap that, um, medical professionals fall into where the old, it's probably a horse, not a zebra. So like, yes, her yes. abduction was a zebra. Oh. It was a zebra and the timing of it coming out or this happening and maybe it was inspired. Well, I don't know if, if this inspired any of the actual abduction itself, but gone girl was really popular. Like it just came out and everybody was talking about it. And the detective said, Oh, well, this is just like a gone girl situation, a copycat of, of that. She's trying to do that. Yeah. And the woman came walking back to her house. And that is so weird. Like it did seem like what the devil is going on here? Abduction victims don't typically like meander up to their front porch. You're like, Hey, I'm home. It made so So much sense when she told the story, but I remember being on every side of the story in listening to that as they, I think they did such a good job in unfolding it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, the liars. And then it was like, she's a liar. Then I'm like, they're liars. Oh my God. He's still out there. It was like a real roller coaster. Yeah. It was good though. I liked it. And I, I suppose because I was surprised by how it ended, but, um, yeah, I would recommend that one. That was a good true crime. Yeah doc yeah. don't you think yeah you know there was another one that that i saw that I, I thought was really interesting and i wouldn't have clicked on this if i weren't really bored and looking for stuff to watch but mm-hmm. there was a documentary on the insane clown posse have you heard of these guys <laughs> yeah i know them right and i didn't know you're, like, at first you're gonna laugh so yeah they have been targets of the fbi for a long time and people who say they're they are fighting the fbi in a free speech case like the um uh what is that organization that deals with like the human rights organization they the human rights foundation or something like that uh 
they are like backing them in this fight because they're saying if you are if if you wear their they basically labeled them a gang and they if you why because they got a reputation for that and it's one of those yes some people who wear who listen to the insane clown posse have done bad things but that does not make every member or every uh, fan of the insane clown posse a criminal and so oh my god uh, uh you know police ops, police were targeting people who had these stickers on their car and pulling them over and, and treating them the same way they would treat somebody who had like gang uh, affiliated tattoos or or insignia or things like that well and what are the band members like in the documentary what do they seem like well family guys they're like they're people who are aware that they are putting on an act and and doing a show for yeah. and and there were a lot of things they said that that I thought were really intelligent smart you know they talked about how sometimes you can feel really lonely but you can connect to other people who feel lonely and feel like the outcasts and that's kind of what they provide is that place of connection for people who are maybe the outcasts and they were really poor kids who said that mm. they in their friend group worked together to make having nothing cool and almost mm -hmm. like in their own way and it was just like heartwarming in many ways and there you listen to his mom talk like one of the the lead singers you listen to his mom talk and his mom is like oh yeah i mean they sing about weird stuff in some of their songs but i support them and it's like stephen king writing horror films or horror yeah. books or something like that like this is a he's a different like he's like i don't know whatever his name is that's his character i know <laughs> my son and they are not the same person and yeah i guess know. i see i it is i do intellectually understand that yeah i am so not into certain kinds of music like hard like death metal and stuff like that which my brother loves and i just for years i thought they must be faking. They can't genuinely like this music. Right. Like it must just be like they want to seem cool or something because it's it sounds like noise to me. Yeah. Yeah. But if the way you're putting it is like the Stephen King stuff. Yeah. Okay. It is it's sort like of like, can you quit acting like jackasses though? Because I, I promise you the FBI would get off your back. It's funny that you say that because one of their biggest fans is Steve-O from Jackass. So... He's been like a big, right? right. Okay. It attracts I mean. a certain type. They recognize that, but that does not mean you need to be labeled as like you are, need no, to be a target of law enforcement. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like a free speech violation to have, to not be able to, and they shut down concerts and shows and hot topic used to sell their stuff and they lost like when the, when you are on the FBI oh like list that you you lose, they got like you know, blacklisted deals. Yeah, for sure. And I I was like, wow. I actually it's cut. It felt the same way to me as when I watched the documentary on the woman who sued McDonald's for hot coffee. And at the surf on the surface, you're like, what? Come on, that's ridiculous. But then when you actually know the story and what's behind it, you're like, fuck. I'm on her side. Like I'm on that. Yeah. Okay, insane clown posse. Who knew? I'm I'm totally in support. 
Right. Still, not for me, the music, but I believe in what they are doing and they're right she to do it. She believes in free speech and so do I. And that is, I believe in it for every language. And that is why I love Babbel language you learning. So you can, you can have the freedom to speak in every language. And you know what? <laughs> Sometimes things are more colorful, like cursing in Italian. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That is so true. I love or saying something are... beautiful in French. I also think if you're you have a partner whose first language is not English or whose family speaks another language, learning the language of the person that you love and communicating with them in in any way or saying is oh the most <laughs> thoughtful thing. It's very romantic. Just a little a little tip out there for those of you who maybe are looking for the yeah. gift, perfect gift for someone. Yeah. And I just think we're big fans of lifetime learning. And so you might be done with school and you might think, oh, I'm, at, I'm at max capacity. Well, there's always an opportunity to learn and learning a language, it opens up the old noggin. It like yeah, Should I do that makes now? Your, That's like a good idea. I mean, it, they t- say that it really enhances like your overall ability to learn by, it, I don't yeah. know, like lights up part of the brain or something yeah. magic. I love this. Love it. But it's also really fun and it's useful. And so why not? It's like you do these quick lessons and it, they found that it is even more um, effective than like a semester at school and stuff. You don't even have wow. to put in a lot of time. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, they have a limited special, limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription. Only for our listeners at babbel.com slash candy. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash brain candy, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash brain candy. Rules and restrictions may apply. How fun is that? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Insane Clown Posse. They're, uh, I mean, what's the word? It's not like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. Totally. That's the truth. Um, did, I don't, I don't want to step on you because I mean... You maybe have lots to say, but I am no. Give me your stuff. Within well, a lot. Some of the things that I I wanted to mention. I know that you talked in the episode you did with Kelly about the documentary, uh, "We Are the World." Uh huh. And well, yeah, greatest night. If that isn't a sign (laughs) that this is your year to write the one hit wonder. I don't know what is. They basically gave you a formula, which then inspired me. I'm like, okay, well, now I have notes. And I was like, here are some things that we have to uh, we have to think about for your one-hit wonder. So would, can we review some notes I have for this? Yeah, sure. I'm okay, open. So I'm crowdsourcing one-hit wonder this. Song. Yes. Here's what we have to do. We have to, we have to think of, because of, I think getting, other, getting, getting people involved is going to be the the million dollar move here like getting you those one hit wonder celebrities artists yeah. yes uh-huh. getting those one hit wonder artists involved so we have to think of something that they can all get on board with and something that they like could translate into something that we can all get on board with so like themes of like overcoming limited expectations or what's what like people's idea of who you are like we have to think of like a theme you know every like we with with we are the world everybody's like yeah I love saving starving children let's like do it there are people dying well, I I'm I'm here I can I'll <laughs> sing about this so we got to like get a theme that everybody will be like yeah 
I'm I'm here with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then like, I mean, that would take, I would have to switch because originally I had said it can't be about anything. Like who let the dogs out? Okay. Right. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, if we want to get I, I after see seeing saying. this documentary, I was like, okay, that's how Lionel did it. That's how MJ I did know. it. They were I, like, it's a, it's a do you want to save the children? And you're like, yes. So you have to be like, do you want to help depressed people who are feeling disconnected from their identity or feeling yeah, like, like they're not a, like lone? Yes, and not under and that. Yeah, I wanted mm-hmm. like post COVID like fighting like like mental health mental illness things and something about like how high it's not about how high you fly but how long you soar or something it feels very (laughs) top gunny and like americana people will get on board i can just see it like okay okay that's true okay i have so those these are my thoughts these are my thoughts yeah i mean he and he eliminated the barriers because he figured out how to get everybody in the room at the same time by like They were already right there at the AMAs. Oh, so great. It's so smart. I, I would say that would night was be... halfway sponsored by cocaine. Let's be honest. Ugh. Sarah, when it got to like four in the morning, I would have been out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are I'd be like, you, you know what? Stevie Wonder, you can can it. And right. you're weird. Like, was he the one that suggested like Swahili? Yeah, and then it was like they're not even. That's not even where they're from. It's like I I see the the intention versus impact. I did yeah. think there was a line that I thought was so great where somebody said Stevie Wonder could sing the phone book. Yeah, and I was like, that is so <laughs> such a great compliment and such a great. I I did like it, but come on, but, come on, four o'clock. And I remember my parents would would never admit to it, but their friends, as soon as I became an adult started talking more openly about what nights in the film industry were like back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. The, the whole industry ran on cocaine. Wow. Come on. America runs on Duncan and the Hollywood runs on Yes. Hollywood runs on cocaine. (gasps) Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing that I didn't even think of that. I just thought, wow, they are dedicated please and then i <laughs> as soon as i saw they tried to say like yeah sure that i can't remember who it was who had like a little too much wine and was really Algebra, struggling with yes. this part and i feel like wine was not the only thing that gentleman had <laughs> yeah, that was i uh, was watching that, that was like the chaser no, no correct that was something to mellow him out bring him back down so but you were telling me commentary. off the air how you were a big part of the um <laughs> film industry's version of we are the world yeah so so as i was watching you know my my parents were in the film industry my dad was a art director my mom was a wardrobe stylist and one of the earlier jobs they did was in it was 1991 and it was this it was for the gulf war in support of the troops and this was like i, I think in the we are the world documentary they talk about uh, how yes yeah. how this was like a, a, a theme that this became a, a something that that was real popular for celebrities and musicians to kind of do and they realize that they can like help like this i don't know what maybe it's because things became more uh, uh like I don't know. We could see these things more with, with yeah, media the video and now that, yeah. yes, the, mm-hmm. is that before these were hidden away and now they, they were, I don't know, in our face. So we're like, Oh shit, we have to do something if we're making all this money. And so 
anyways, back to the story. Uh, so yeah, they did this, this video called voices that care that came with a tribute and with a song. And it's like, it's the actor version of this. So they had some musicians, Kenny G, Sheena Easton, who participated and, uh, Celine Dion, you said. Celine Dion, yes. And then they have, and to my surprise, (laughs) Bobby Brown. (laughs) To my surprise. You should have seen me. I'm sitting there. It's probably, I watched this so late and I must have been like three o'clock in the morning. It was a night I could not sleep. I'm sitting there high as a kite on painkillers, I'm sure, watching this. And I'm like, wait a sec, that's Bobby Brown? Wait a minute. That means I've met Bobby Brown I, I was so mad that you couldn't have been there in yes. that moment of discovery with me to be like, oh my God. I, I was like out loud to nobody. Well, obviously, <laughs> like, you know, again, <laughs> high on painkillers, uh, uh, prescribed people. And uh, uh, yeah, so I really, that was a real hoot to learn that that I had already met him. And because I remember this was a, a set that my mom was, you know, talked all the time about how she took me to this set and how I was there when they did this because there were so many actors there. She goes, Oh yeah, you met this person, this person, this person. And my favorite part of the story though, is like, I think that you still might be high up on drugs because you sent it to me and said, quote, I think it's better than we are the world. It, it I, is I think the song itself not. is, it well, is, then I listened to it and I was like, Oh yeah, that's not, I, 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 I took it. I rolled. I rolled You're back. That was my first thought. Yes, I was coloring. Yes, correct. <laughs> I realized that when I was like, "Oh, I see why this is significantly why, why we are the world is significantly better." It's so and the funny. solos and everything. Yeah, I think they did probably um, have more, maybe like entertainment value it looks Star like it's a more yeah like in that way <laughs> well and like the video is more elaborate and different cuts and stuff whereas yeah we are the world is real bespoke i mean they yeah. just cobbled that thing together it felt like <laughs> yeah well I when mean, you're yeah. high on cocaine yeah, what, can, right. <laughs> what do you expect right but yeah. wow voices that care everybody and okay the point here is let's not lose our focus right that what we are about to make the next oh, wow, the one hit right Yes, I'm saying we have the background, we have the template, we have the 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 uh, artists. I think we just need to, you know, I'm yeah, really on we board just with this. Need to get into it. It might like be the right said Fred. Yeah, and and um, like get on and and please there. Can you please let there be a rap chorus to this? <laughs> yes, yeah, Sarah a, a, a goes. Please first. Please let there be a rap verse. <laughs> She goes, I think Voices That Carry is better. They even had a rap interlude with Will Smith. <laughs> it's classic. She loves a spoken word element. She really does. I do. I really, really do. That's really your stylistic do, so. preference. Yes. It's I think that can happen. Right. Said Fred. So. But thank you for your contribution to like my, my project this year. I mean, I got behind yeah. schedule whenever I had my injury. I don't know. It really derailed me, but... I think yeah, that's your writing finger. <laughs> what if it's my conducting? It's like a green thumb. It's like your musical thumb. Like you need that. Stop. Green thumb for growing plants. Musical thumb. I don't know. Yeah. So I'll get back on track though. Don't you worry. Um, 
Okay. And um, another way that I'll get on track is by giving my kitty cats small cat food because it's the best Aww. thing ever. Just ask them, meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Darn day long. They just can't get mm-hmm. enough. They love it. And I love it too because it doesn't smell. And most wet cat food is so disgusting. Ugh. I mean, like you know, people have a cat because you can smell the, from their garbage. I mean, that's true. Right. It's really gross. And this is not like that. It's human grade and it does not smell. I don't know how they do it. And it's tasty, evidently, because they love it. Um, treat those kitty cats as something special. You can try it risk-free. We always love that. It's 2024. Are you feeding your cat's cat kibble? It's like the equivalent of giving them like bar snacks for life. Yeah, it really is. Like yeah. saltines forever. Yeah. Saltines. Ugh. That's exactly right. Head to smalls.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. It's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code brain candy for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code brain candy for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Mm. All right. Anywho, let's move on. Shall we? Um, next on my agenda. Oh, this was fun. I don't know why. I guess it was Groundhog Day. They, there was this local news station that did like, I guess it was for Groundhog's Day, like a, um, experiment where the two weeks leading up to Groundhog Day, they had, (gasps) did you see it? I'm so glad you reminded, this is, I wanted, I saved this and things to talk about this, but I'm so glad you brought it up. Okay. So the deal Tell was, the if you didn't see it, was yeah. the first week they had the men wear the same outfit each day, you know, the same suit and tie and all that. Yeah. And then the next week they had the but lady. But noticeable. Like, it's not yeah. like it was just like, you know, you can argue men's clothes is less flashy. They had very, like a bright red tie, something that yeah. you'd be a dummy to not recognize is going on. Yeah. And then the day. next week they had the lady... Um, anchors do it. Yes. And then they showed the results because anybody that's worked in local news will know that the viewers of local news are a very specific type of person and they are very vocal about what they like and do not like. They're the same type that would often like to speak to the manager. (laughs) Yes, for real. That would describe their soup as ice cold. (laughs) And they tend to be older and have a lot of time to, Mm -hmm. you know... Kvetch. Pontificate and yeah, Kvetch, and they think their opinion really matters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did not put up a stink whenever the men wore the same outfit. But boy, oh boy, those emails came the rolling ladies. in. Like, I mean, like people were offended, outraged that they would do that. Like how and and it said so. Oh my gosh, that none of the men got that. Not even a single fucking email. Not one. Exp- there is nothing else but sexism that explains that. <sighs> nothing else. I really, like on one hand, we love fashion. We, we love that it's it can be an expression of our identity, mm-hmm. personal tastes, or just our mood that day. That's fun. Yeah. Well, the downside is some days you just maybe want to wear the same outfit again. Right. Right. Or whatevs and you just aren't really allowed even on instagram i think people feel this pressure to yeah not wear the same thing too much things yeah 
under one of my pictures, some guy wrote, I've already seen this outfit. Well, like yeah, I wear them more than once. To, yeah, it's my clothes. In <laughs> fact, when I watch a TV show and they show the actors in the same clothes, I think it's a brilliant move from the wardrobe department because it's like makes it seem like they're actual people and relatable or it'll be like well because i've been watching modern family the middle sister who wears her older sister's shirt in a future episode i'm like so fucking smart good job you know that kind of like the idea that we have and it really says that how we dress is for other people not for us and that is not how it is for the men and that's fucked right that's the thing i mean women yeah yeah i mean clothes are signal all kinds of things wealth yeah gender yeah lots of stuff and that can be useful but like then you have zuckerberg can you imagine if a female ceo wore a hoodie every day right i mean right we would not take her seriously. Right. And even that, <gasps> that Holmes such... lady, she tried I know, to wear I was that just turtleneck. Gonna say, <laughs> we still Jobs. didn't take her seriously. We're like, nope, you can't do it. I think we did take her seriously. It's just we shouldn't have. <laughs> right. Maybe that's it. Oh, yeah. God, but I mean, funny. the uniform dressing is not permitted for most women on television. I feel like this would be another thing that falls into the category of would you criticize Dwayne the Rock Johnson for this? And the answer would be no. You'd just be like, there's probably a reason why he's doing that. We're just going to trust that he's. I mean, they talk a lot about it whenever um, Barack Obama, there was something about how he had. I don't he know, had somebody... a person who chose his clothes yeah. every day because he recognized that the human brain can only make so many decisions and he wanted to save those decisions for actual important matters. So he had outsourced decision-making of things that didn't yeah. necessarily affect him. and everyone was like, him. wow, what a guy. But right. imagine if Michelle did that. Oh, they'd be like, what, she can't dress herself? <laughs> well, and like if she wore the same stuff all the time, yeah. you know, the yeah. whatever. It's just a different yeah. set of rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please, you see that with the royal family too. Oh my gosh, right? Please, yeah. nobody's like, what did Prince Charles wear? Like, who the fuck cares? King Charles. <laughs> right, there's a good and bad to it. Right. Okay, so that was that. Yeah. God bless. I would love to hear what our listeners think that represents or means. Like, what, just what that says. The double standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Male and female. What do men think about that? How about... um, I watched a documentary called The Pez Outlaw. Like Pez Dispensers? Yeah, Pez Dispensers. Wait, was this about the... I think I saw this. How do you not know? About the guy who made his own version of the Pez Dispensers in... And then... Yeah, because there's like only one place that manufactures them. This is so and funny, though. Were you ringing like a bell? Falling asleep when you watched it? Oh, <sighs> yeah. And why didn't we talk about this? Tell me more. Tell me more. It's so what funny. Is... Okay, so the Pez Outlaw. This was recommended to me by many brainiacs. That's how I knew I had to watch it because they were really like insistent that I needed to watch it, and they were right, as they always are. It was on Netflix, and um, 
this is another fellow who's neurodivergent. He has OCD and bipolar, and he has a real long, like ZZ Top style beard. And he always has to hold a paper towel in his hand. It's like one of his comfort whatevers. And he was just like a machinist and he's a regular guy. And then he, but his OCD made it so that he collected things. So he collects um, cereal boxes. Is this ringing a bell? Yeah. Because the image of the, the, I remember the pet, some of the Pez ones that he made like the guy with the big cheeks I'm like that yep i remember this yeah he's bubble quirky. boy i love this yes 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 yeah so he collected cereal boxes and i just was so tickled by how he did it because he would like deconstruct the box and like lay it flat and put it file it away in a file i loved that I, like yeah. file it was yeah, all organized. neat and tidy yeah he had them like and the more was on the box he loved it and he says you know how like on a cereal box whenever you can mail away and get something back that it'll say like limit one per household. He was like, that's because of me. Cause he's yeah, like sending that. in like 50,000 <laughs> yeah. of these things. But I guess that's how he was introduced to the world of Pez. Cause I'm sure there was some sort of giveaway or something. Yeah. And that he had discovered that these are valuable because a lot of people collect Pez dispensers. Mm-hmm. And then that took him on this journey of becoming the Pez outlaw where he would go to the factory in Europe yes. and, basically yes. smuggle in these yeah. ones that are not legal in the u.s they don't have the licensing for in the u.s and it's like on one hand it's just a silly documentary because it's does a lot of recreations that are tongue-in-cheek and very like comical and whatever um but i really the more i watched it the more i got into the substance of, of it because you he becomes a rival to the Pez yeah, USA right. CEO and this guy. And kind of outsmarts him. Yeah, he totally does. And I just love that. I love that he's like, that, yeah. that is using your powers for good in a way. I just like it. Yeah, because he he was fighting. He was being greedy. You know, he wanted to make a buck for sure. Yeah. But then the other guy that's trying to make a buck hates him for it. Yeah. And that's such a fascinating thing where they genuinely believe that he is the enemy just because he's doing what they're doing. And in a way, actually driving up Pez of course. Uh, sales and and attention and, and demand and all this stuff. So it's like, why are you going after the same person who's really helping you? And Yeah. Yeah. I did want to talk to you about the idea though, because I recommend the film. I think everyone will enjoy it. It's it's fun and it's interesting. But they touch on, of course, the idea of collecting. Yeah. And, you know, there is a component of like, it. it's sort of illogical. Yes, totally. And, and it is, is, there's a gene for it. I have, a, a, in my 23andMe, it came up that says you are somebody who, um, like, it basically, like, it is hard to part with items or would enjoy collecting things like that. Come you can on, identify. your jeans. Yeah. Well, my 23 and me says that I have the, I, I am a person who is more likely to be someone who would do that. And they are correct. Would you I like to see my like... rock collection? And the plants behind you. Right. Anything. I'm going to be like, I have to have all of those. There's something that 
It's got to be it, the neurodivergent thing. Yeah, and it's also got to be like a, 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 a recognition. Your brain says, I need this, but then it doesn't turn off and say, I have enough of this yeah. in a way. And it's positive that we say, ooh, I need this thing, but it's it's almost like overactive. and That is yeah. so funny. I think it's, that's it. Yeah. it's There must be, obviously what you're telling me is that there is a genetic component. I wouldn't have known that, but yeah. I guess it makes yeah. sense. It's in, I'll look it up. Yeah. What, which I, I think it does tell you what gene it is that, that does that, but it's a thing. Well, I don't have any science behind it, but I know what's good for my genes anecdotally is ritual vitamins. I Absolutely. Every day. Love them. That hydroskin. Oh yeah. The higher, higher Hyra Sarah. I should know this. Oh yeah, we always forget that. Yeah, exactly. Hyra Sarah is a once daily skin supplement proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. Yes, please. Start Hyra Sarah to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyra Sarah from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash brain candy. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash brain candy for 20% off. My sister Renee said she ordered some and I'm excited. Nice. Um, yeah, you're going to love that. Yeah, she is. Um, okay. So yeah, Pez Outlaw, highly recommended. Super cute. I can't, I, you're so funny though because I would never forget having watched that. Yeah. I mean, I just watch a lot and... You do. Yeah. It all runs together. It all it really does. I never know. Um okay. I evidently there was some sort of like I didn't watch it, but there was like a Mar- Martha Stewart like docuseries. I think it was like on MB- MSNBC or something. And in it they they said that they basically accused Martha Stewart of stealing one of her employees um tort recipes in like the eighties. Oh my God. <laughs> and I guarantee it. you she's probably stolen a few. Of course. What do we yeah. say about billionaires? Right. They didn't get if, that way. Yeah. There, a but, crime you know. has been committed. If you have that yes. much money, you did something to screw someone. Okay. Yes. And like, so I did learn this in reading an article in Bon Appetit about it. I didn't realize that recipes cannot be copyrighted. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The, like, that doesn't seem correct. It, I mean, I know yeah. it's right, but that doesn't yeah. seem like, like it should be. Because right. if you can put a song together that's really just an arrangement of notes yeah. and you can copyright that, how come an arrangement of ingredients can't be Yeah, and I don't know like the legal answer, but right. I think so mathematically – there is a oh. limitless number of songs that you oh. can create that sound great. But like you can't put like um chicken with ice cream. Like right. there is sort of a finite right amount of delicious things. Yeah. yeah. I don't know there's... the legal thing though. Right. There's but I suppose be something. they're like how many different like there's unless you're gonna split hairs about like this is a teaspoon of salt and this is a half a tea which Right. So anyway, anyway, like you can steal a recipe and it's allowed. It's just frowned upon. Wow. 
Isn't that something? I didn't know that. We should put out a cookbook. <laughs> that it's just frowned upon. Right. Like I'm sure like people in the industry. It's kind of like, like magicians <laughs> revealing their tricks. <laughs> yeah. You, you're not going to like go to jail. But you're allowed. Yeah. But you might not have a lot of magician friends. Did afterwards. you ever watch that in the 90s, that um, masked magician show? No. It was Wait, like. It sounds familiar though. It was on very rarely. It was like a special, but it was yeah. this guy that was a magician and he wore a mask and he would reveal their secrets. <gasps> oh my gosh. Probably. <laughs> what was the guy who was really big? David Copperfield. Yeah. He was pissed probably. Yeah. No, I bet. What if he was doing it? What if it was like. <gasps> he would never. That's his whole. I whole mean. Thing. Yeah. But he's yeah. been exposed that the masked magician was Val Valentino. Okay, that's not a real name. <laughs> that's made up. Val Valentino. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me guess. He was born on Valentine's Day, two fourteen. Get out! Get the fuck out of here. Val Valentino. <laughs> but he's probably been, you know, excommunicated from like the magic circle. You know, like the official group. What What if that were his name, and then he had to change his name to something else, back to his birth name? <laughs> well, I'm sure, it, like David Copperfield, that's not his Ex-communicated. name. Right, magicians probably didn't have a lot of friends to begin with. Now no. you're you're kicked out of the magician group. Yeah, the, the misfit toys what, are like you're a misfit from the misfit. Don't worry, the flat earthers have openings. <laughs> Sarah's in rare form today. <laughs> Told her why. I think I'm being normal, so that's the biggest problem I because I'm all. I maybe I should not do any more sessions. <laughs> no, because I feel like you're telling the truth. Like you're just being truthful and honest. Yeah, I'm that. Oh, I that love. I'm definitely doing. Oh, I'm but all like, about that these days. Basically, it turns out Martha probably did steal the recipe, but hey, all's fair. Yeah. In love and cooking. In love cooking. and baking. Yeah. I mean, do you, I, yeah. like you said, it's like, of course. Because I, I think what you're doing with the recipe, really, with a lot of these is you're selling the story the story the lifestyle the the you know the there's so much more that comes with it it's like baking it is part of it and then there's photographing it and styling it Mm. and martha stewart was good at all that is good at all that stuff yeah Uh, she's a real pip though i I I like her i'll always love her yeah, because you you said it whenever we said how like some people, mostly men, just fail up. Yeah, and she is the female example. Yeah, did I really come up with that? Yeah, you thought of it. You Damn, said, she I, is the best. Oh, I yeah. was like driving around one day. It probably came. To yeah, me. yeah, she's the only one. That is so true. She is a good example. I can't think of any other women who have Went failed to up. Prison, right? And right. We were just like we can't quit you. We're like. Be a spokesperson for pistachios or whatever she does. <laughs> for everything, know. yeah. Yeah, everything. All right. Well, let's wind it down. Um, we did a lot of documentary stuff. Um, American Nightmare, Insane Clown yeah. Posse. What was that one called? Do you remember? I don't know, but I feel like there aren't a lot of yeah. Insane Clown Posse documentaries. So you might be, it might be an easy find. You know what I thought that the... We Are the World documentary did not acknowledge or explain enough. What? And that is the presence of Dan Aykroyd. They, 
one person, uh, Susie, I rewound, I watched it twice because I was like, they have to mention it. So I thought maybe I fell asleep or something through it. I rewound it and watched it from a part where I'm like, well, he wasn't here before that. One person mentioned it and then yes. nobody else did. So the I looked it up. The lady was like, yeah, I really wanted Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened? So he was there picking up his manager, shared an office with the building that that all went down in. And he was there picking up like a check or picking something up. Oh, for Pete's sake. And they were like, hey, you want to just join us? And he just popped in and that was it. He just happened to be there that day. That's really the extent of it. Well, he's a real trooper then if he stayed that whole time because... Well, cocaine will help, Susie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to go hang out in the room where they have all the drugs. Okay. I see. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to go ahead and, and, and peel back the white curtain here. And do you think they were all high? On the book chug. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is I quite the I just think indictment. a lot of them were. I think, I don't think everybody, because not everybody is doing, but I think that nobody understood at that time, it was, I think, more commonplace. Like, like it, we didn't understand the, like, I don't know, addictive, like we did, but not really. Do you think Lionel was on it? Yes. Get out think, of town. I think Lionel would admit Lionel was on it. Okay. He didn't I'm mention sure. that in his retelling. I don't think they did. I just like, the, I am, I could get in so much, could I get in trouble for this? No, I don't know. No, I it's, feel like it, you don't know that it's a lie. It's not defam- defamation. Just allegedly. Yeah, yeah. allegedly. I, I just think that. Because what else could yeah. it be? Just high on music? I doubt yeah. it not that good of a song yeah uh and didn't like lionel richard say he like went home and or that like right around then he had his baby and is that nicole richie he's talking about i didn't Where's remember the... him saying that yeah he said he had a child like right after this or right before this or something okay. about it that made him i don't know extra want to get out of the house about yeah or yeah maybe that's it <laughs> that's funny yes Okay. And then Pez Outlaw, super fun. Local news. Exposing. Oh, Richie, who was outright addicted to, oh no, that's her. They gave me uh, uh, his daughter who talked about Nicole. struggling. Nicole Richie who's talked about struggling with addiction, to addiction with of uh, heroin and Boy, cocaine. the whole Richie family is going down today in this episode. So. Nobody's safe. <laughs> Some people Watch say out. that Lionel Richie was on coke when he wrote the song all night long. And that <laughs> might be what the song is about. Oh my God. Wow. He's not doing himself any favors with that one. Oh, no. I mean, that makes sense. That yeah. Tracks. That song is right. so good. God, that music is good. Yeah. He's, he's really talented. He's so talented. High or Look, not. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm like, did you, uh, oh, we're going to have to talk about, I know we're winding it down, but I'll talk about this in the next episode. There's winding up. I know. We'll talk about the next one in the next one. All right. You'll just have to wait. Cliffhanger. Yeah. We'll see yeah. you next time, everybody. Thanks for using our codes and all that jazz. We love you. <laughs>